When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Teen Creeps listeners, you like us. You like reading. You like entertainment. What you, if we told you, you that you, you, we, we, and also us, and also us, Both. also you, uh-huh. at a theater live in Los Angeles. Where can I get my Los Angeles babies? Is in cool? Los Angeles. Yeah. You may not know, and you'd be dumb if you don't, but we have a whole other podcast. It is called Public Domain Theater, it's a podcast of highbrow readings and lowbrow commentary. Along with the special guests, we read a classic short story and interrupt it with hilarious commentary, a wild theories, and sometimes rabid screaming, which you're used to. You guys are used to it, and you, you love know. it. If you didn't love it, you wouldn't listen to this show. Yeah. It's like Masterpiece Theater meets Mystery Science Theater 3000. Also don't know if you saw this, but the podcast has been featured on AV Club, Vulture, and one of the episodes was even named in the top 50 podcast episodes of 2018 by Indie White. We are killing it on two podcasts. Y'all, it's amazing. We've arrived. We're both millionaires. We don't have to worry about anything. We're rolling in it right now. Rolling in it. Scrooge McDucking it all up in here. While we say that, we are begging you to come to our live show. Please come to our live show. Please come to our live show. Please come to our live show. If you say it three times, it happens. It happens. Manifest what you want in this world. And you know what I want? I want guest Mary Holland. I want guest Nick Weiger. You're getting both of those things. Girl, what? Shut your The secret is real. I will shut my mouth hole when we're done recording this promo. So, okay. Come to the Lyric Hyperion Theater in Silver Lake this Friday, July 27th at 8 p.m. Tickets are $7 online or $10 at the door. You can find the link to buy tickets on our Twitter account at Public Domain Pod. Yes, we have posted it here, but the surest way, if you don't want to scroll through some bunch of Teen Creep stuff, go over to Public Domain Pod. Follow our asses there as well. If I find out that you listen to our show and you are not at this live show and you live in the Los Angeles area area. we're coming to your house we should let you know we have metrics we can see how many listeners we have in Los Angeles we will count if you are not there we will find you yeah we will end you no we will find you yeah and we'll say thank you for listening to teen creeps yes but you've heard us also, yeah. Deeply. Deeply. And also, please please come. Please come to our live please show. Please come to our live show. It's our very first live show. I know. We're so scared and happy. And happy and scared. So come to it, dang it, if you this love Friday, us. This July Friday. July 27th. You're welcome. 2018, 8 p.m. Bye. Forever. Dog. Two sisters divided by time. This week on the podcast. R.L. Stein's Return to Fear Street, You May Now Kill the Bride. Hi, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Ty. I'm another one of your hosts, Callie Nugent. And it's super fucking hot, so we're going to cut the fucking shit. Cut the chit chat. No one needs Cut to know chit-chat. how we are. Who cares how we are? Let's do this. We're doing Arlstein's brand new Fear Street book, Return to Fear Street. You may now kill the bride. It was released yesterday. 
So get your booties over to the store and buy it. Or Amazon, even though we don't like them. Or I guess you could buy it at epicreads.com. Yeah, buy it at epicreads.com. Yeah. Oh, I love Support this. Harper price. Teen. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you want me to read the back of this dang book? Do it. All right, two sisters divided by time. I'm going to sing it. Each with a terrible resentment she can barely contain. <laughs> uh, two fam- two fear family weddings decades apart. Each bride will find that the ancient curse that haunts the fears lives on. That's in all caps. It feeds off the evil that courses through their blood. <laughs> what a funny <laughs> sentence. It takes its toll in unexpected ways and allows dark history to repeat itself. Uh... And this all-new Fear Street story, family ties bind sisters together till death do they part. So what a misdirect of a book. Yeah, because it's like both times you think that the sister is evil. Yeah. Both times, not so much. Yeah. It's just the like vague idea of the curse of the fears and the goods, which I find super obnoxious. Kelly, your thoughts? Yeah, I hate that the goods are called the goods. Yeah. And that the fears are the fears. I, sure. I yeah. mean, the fears are the fears, fine, because mm-hmm. it's Fear Street. But the fact that, like, no good and no fear can ever marry, which, correct me if I'm wrong. That was never, well. No, it was true. But, like, didn't that already happen in Fear Street Saga? Yeah, that's why it keeps happening. Oh. That's the idea. So the original I think going, It's like the, the curse remains. But remember, like, like oh no, no no that girl so was not a good times. remember that one yeah, girl she pretended? wasn't actually a good okay okay never but mind. there were so many times where that wasn't the case they were still just like taking fucking revenge it wasn't that like there was a dark magic on them it was just that they were also fucking obsessed with each other yeah that they were always trying to kill one another yeah and this time it was like the curse programmed it turned it turned um what's his what's his butt peter goodman it turned peter into a little sleeper agent yeah that was so weird. that as soon as they got married and kissed and said i do he just picked up what's her butt yeah the mean one rebecca rebecca and threw her off a cliff yeah and then when dad okay dad so we'll, give a, we'll give a brief thing and uh, you may have noticed that we seem to have still been giving little plot breakdowns. And yeah. so I haven't been giving super detailed ones on the website. That's fine. I feel like nobody, it was fun. A few people expressed their approval. I don't, it definitely seems to be that you guys don't really want to have to read those. Not that you ever were going to, to listen to the episodes, but like, Fine, fuck it. We're just gonna like give yeah, a little. Yeah, we'll just do a little quick, quick breakdowns. Don't worry about so we reading got, the book or that. So we got sisters Ruth Ann and Rebecca. Ruth mm-hmm. Ann is younger, right? She's the less loved of the two. Yeah, she has red hair. She has red coppery hair, and Rebecca has beautiful blonde hair. Beautiful blonde, and Rebecca's like pretty, but like not in the way. Oh, where I, no, 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 is she no, I'm sorry. The- Ruth Ann is pretty, but not in the way Rebecca is. Yes. She's where, cute. Where's Rebecca on the cunt scale? Because she's there. Ooh, Rebecca's bad. Yeah. Rebecca's bad. And then also because we bounce back and forth between, or we no, we don't bounce back and forth. We start the book in 1923. Yeah. And then we're in present day. Yeah. Uh, Marissa sucks too. Marissa sucks hard. 
Yeah. I would say Rebecca, maybe like, I would say Capsi. Capsi kind. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Because she steals Peter from Ruth Ann. Yep. And like his name is Peter Goodman. Mm-hmm. Saw that coming a mile away. Instantly. Obviously. Instantly. His real name's Good, which is funny because then... Who's the one who hired like private detectives? Is it present day dad who hired private detectives to make sure that what's her face's husband wasn't secretly a good? I think it was uh, uh, grandpa present day, right? I think it was dad present day. Dad present day. Because yeah. I remember they were like, is that guy a good? And it's like, no, no, no. no don't, don't worry, don't about, worry that. about it. I looked into yeah, it. Yeah, it's present day. Present yeah, day dad. Present day dad did that. Past 1923 dad did not do that. What an idiot. Fucking rookie move. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Ruth Ann is super pissed. Also, she's a witch. She found all, like, the fear witch books in the in, attic. Like, this little and cupboard been, like, in the practicing attic. practicing magic. And that's how she made Peter fall in love with her, which we don't find out until, like, chapter three. This reminded me It was me so, so fucking much. random. It's such a fucking lie. It's like Angelica yeah. all over again yeah. from Fear Street Saga. Or it reminded me so much of, it was such a parallel to uh, the beginning, also Fear Street Saga, mm-hmm. uh, Witch Dad. Yeah. When Witch yes, Dad is like, exactly. Witch Dad is like, oh, they're accusing my wife and daughter of being a witch. I and can't believe it. Susanna. I can't believe it. I can't yeah. believe it. Oh, please spare their lives. Please spare their lives. And then end of like chapter three after I'm a witch. Killed. I'm a witch, and now I put a curse on them. And it's like, hi, you could have saved them. Yeah, then curse your magic. Before. Yeah. Ugh. So she's a witch. She keeps saying, "All right, first of all, I would like to say this book makes no sense, and is therefore a perfect return to form." Yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. Hashtag Chef's kiss. It's stupid. It's so stupid. I liked the 1923 stuff. I loved that. I thought the 1923 stuff was well written, even though it didn't make any sense. It felt like actually like felt spooky reading this too. It felt spooky, but it also felt like and I don't mean to say that the old Fear Street books sound like they're written by a child. But like, you know, when you read someone's stuff from when they're in high school and then you you read their stuff in college and it's like better. You evolve. Yeah. Yeah, This feels evolved in 1923. The 1923 stuff is well written. And then, and it's, it's a uh, third, third person narrator. And, but we're only ever with Ruth Ann. Mm-hmm. And then, and the main girl in the present day is Marissa? No, I think Marissa's sister. Isn't oh, she? okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, oh my God. I just opened to the part, the reason why the killer is the killer. Uh-huh. Ugh, uh, uh, Aiden. That's right. Uh, the the sister Marissa's the sister, older sister. The main girl is maybe I took a photo of it. The fuck is her name? Is it on the back of the book? Oh, and then Nikki's the slut. Yeah, Nikki's uh, Robbie's the brother. Robbie's girlfriend. God, what is her fucking name? No, here we go. Part two this year because it's. Oh, right, because Robbie's her twin brother, Harmony. Yeah. Harmony, which we couldn't remember because then it switches to first person. Yeah, so she never says. Then we're in her Harmony's name. first person. And she sounds like a fucking Goosebumps book. It's very what weird. What the fuck? It's very it makes weird. no sense. We were just in this really like solid writing state. And it was cool. And it was cool. And I was interested and it was spooky and it had this whole tone. And then 
all of a fucking sudden, that ends and we switch to this. And also, I I took a photo of this page in particular mm. because so Harmony, they're do they're up there on the cliffs in Colorado <laughs> to for Marissa and Doug's wedding mm-hmm. at the same spot at the same spot that Rebecca was going to marry Peter. Even yeah, though they're all from like Connecticut. Yeah. It's like, oh, the fears own a mountain home in Colorado. And also, like, it's the place where fucking Rebecca and Ruth Ann were thrown off a cliff. And they know this. They know, they know everyone it. knows. Everyone knows. They're like, oh, what a tragic history. Anyway, a perfect and place it's like, for oh, a wedding. I tried to talk Marissa out of it and she just wouldn't be talked out of it. And it was like, well, then put your fucking foot down. Yeah. And make sure she doesn't do it. So harmony. So yeah. This is okay. So I'm gonna read the first page of the 1923, which is how we start. And I was like, oh, Ruth Ann Fear remembered the feel of hands wrapping around her neck from behind. She remembered the startling pressure and how warm the hands were, warm and damp. She remembered the leap her heart made, the gasp that escaped her throat, the fingers tightening until she struggled for breath. With a hard twist of her body, she spun around and stared into Peter Goodman's eyes. She made another sound, this time a cry of recognition. He lowered his hands, the fingers sliding gently now, tracing a damp path along her throat. His touch now tender, still not breathing, Ruthann watched a smile form on his lips. Yeah. So that's her boyfriend. So, I mean, it's kind of a classic RL fake out where it's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he just like is like trying to spook her a little. Yeah. But now here's fucking Harmony. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Harmony's head. Uncle Kenny thought it was hilarious. He didn't do anything to stop Max. And that encouraged my little cousin to keep his shouts up even longer. It was a nice meal. A creamy Caesar salad, followed by lobster bisque, then chicken and mashed potatoes, and Brussels sprouts with chestnuts and bacon. Why are you telling us this? Yeah. I kept watching Marissa and Doug. I was waiting for Doug to smile just once. But he ate with that same flat expression on his face and didn't talk much to Marissa or my Aunt Hannah who sat on his other side. Hannah spent her time talking to Grandpa Ernie Fear. Everyone calls him Grandpa Bud. I don't know why. Bud is my dad's father. He's got to be 85 or more, but he's as sharp, as energetic as anyone. He's even on Facebook. He's an old, white-haired rascal, and he has to be my favorite of everyone in the family. You, What do you mean you don't know why? I've, like, everyone calls him Grandpa Bud. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, I don't know what again, it is. like, oh, it's so annoying. The he's way he so writes, bad at writing first yeah, person. The, first per- the way he writes first person is God so, awful. like, I'm a kid detective. Yeah. Instead of just like a normal thought, like they're all like, yeah. I guess I should tell you about blah blah blah. Like, yeah, what you don't have to. You don't I have to guess tell I me. Should tell you. Yeah. Who are you? Who again? We've talked about this before. Who do you think you is? Who do you think yeah. we are? Are you writing in a journal? Yeah. And also, are the you whole, talking to God? Do you um, have an imaginary friend? Is this a letter to a pen pal? Yeah. Like, who do you think you is? Yeah. That is not done. Also, the whole like. Um, I guess I should. Uh, I guess I should tell you this. Like, yeah, or like I don't know why they call him this. It's like well, then, you don't have to tell us. Then we don't even have to know about that. Just say if you my don't know, we don't have Bud. to know. Yeah, Uncle Bud. Or here's a thought: You're writing the book. You do know. Yeah, you do know. You do know. Um, the there's kid, either a story or there isn't. The kid that wants ice cream all the time. Uh huh. He's got to go. I hate oh, that kid. Throw him off the kid. cliff. Nightmare. What the fuck is his name? And she's like watching him. She thinks he's so cute. Yeah, because all he and wants just is ice all cream all the time. feeds into this shitty, shitty, stupid, annoying tone. Well, like, so the so the the first wedding in 1923 happens, 
uh-oh, right after they kiss, turns out a fear and a good have been married and the kiss seals the marriage. He gets into like a fugue state, lifts her up, throws her off a cliff. Dad freaks out, shakes Attacks the sister. Ruthann because it turns out he's also he's a, a witch, witch guy. And, and knows she's been knows. doing witch stuff. And he's like, how dare you? And she's like, I did not do this. And he like throws her off the cliff on accident. Yeah. So, so she doesn't die for any spooky reason. No, just because her dad pushes her off. Fit. And then, so then that's kind of where we end with that. Then in the new world, in the new world, in the new world, in, in America, world, America, where we're free. Um, in today's time, mm-hmm. Marissa's getting married to Doug, who was her child or high school sweetheart. Yeah. And who's very boring. Very boring. Kind of a jockish type guy. Mm-hmm. And she apparently had a fling with a guy, Aiden, for a little while in college. Then she stopped having a fling with him, went back to Doug, getting married to Doug. The reason she stopped having a fling oh with God. Aiden. This is fucking crazy. This is, that was fucking bananas. So Harmony's letting us know in her shitty, shitty tone that the reason... Marissa is not with Aiden anymore is her fault. And the whole it time is I not. think it's because she slept with him. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what so I then thought. It gets there. And she is, she was flirting with she's Aiden. She's being flirtatious. She was being flirtatious true. and shitty. And so she's, her, she tries to kiss him. So she, uh, here's the thing about Harmony that you need to know. She loves woodworking. Yeah, she's really into woodworking. She's really into woodworking, which I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. And then it leads to this. And I was like, oh, that's a stupid thing. Yeah, I was like, this is weird. This is so weird. So she's down in the basement. She's doing some light woodworking. She's like redoing a like credenza or whatever. She's like joisting up joists. She's joisting all over the place. Like, yeah, she's joisting left and right. She's joisting up a storm. And, and she, she talks him into coming down like, oh, can you move this piece for me like, while I, I cut? Because she has to joist. Yes, she has to joist. So he comes in. She's like, thank you so much. And then she tries to kiss him and he backs away and she's like, oh, I were we not doing that? Okay, <laughs> just kidding. No, no, no. But seriously, I do need you to help me joist. Yeah. So he goes, he's like, all right. And goes back to helping her joist. And then because he's helping her joist. Also, for those of you that don't know, joisting involves big, scary drills. Yes. She has got a big, scary drill. And she's just like letting it run. Yeah. It's just running, which first of all, don't do that. So she's like, here, please hold it and I'll place it under the big, scary drill. Yeah. And she slips and it drills through his hand. Yeah. And it like goes through all of his tendons and bones and shit. And he wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. He is Dr. Stranging all over the place. (laughs) He's like, my hand! Yeah. Uh, I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. My my hands, they're ruined. My hands. Now it's up to me. He's the best surgeon in New York. I I have to protect our realm from (laughs) dangers of the metaphysical. Sorry, it was the only one. Um, So, so he becomes Dr. Strange. Joystring has gone horribly awry. Aiden won't talk to Marissa anymore. No, he also he like blames her, which I it was. It her would be fault. hard. It would be hard for him. It would be very hard to forget or not forget. It would be hard to let it go. It would hard. Yes. It would be hard not to feel that they are responsible for ruining your life. You know who doesn't need to be blaming Ruthann or no? I'm sorry. What's her name? Harmony. 
Marissa. Also, that would be hard. I get uh, because I don't know. it's like I know you didn't do it on purpose, but my whole life is ruined because this happened. Because it's now but, she can't date Aiden because Aiden yeah. hit her because of Harmony. Here's who shouldn't be blaming and who shouldn't be blamed. Aiden should not be blaming fucking Marissa. Yeah. Marissa did nothing. She was not there. She was upstairs. She was upstairs. Why Why are you holding it against her? You can still be with her. You can be mad at Harmony forever. Marissa yeah. can be mad at Harmony forever. And that's the thing too, right? Because like, she's on his side. Yeah. She hates Harmony too. Yeah, she already did. She already, the whole reason Harmony was in the basement is because she was like, I don't want you hanging out with me and my friends. I've seen you flirting with Aiden. It really bothers me. Fair. Fair. But Fair. also, she's so dumb for not seeing what Nikki was up to. Super dumb. Because There's Nikki, a whole scene of that. Very weird. So very. Nikki is the girlfriend of the twin brother. Harmony's of twin Harmony. brother. And like when she walks in and instantly sits on his lap and yanks on his hair and is like, you're cute. Like, like uh, I'm so like um wild and free. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I'm, I'm just like, like bursting with sexuality. I'm like a manic pixie slut. Yeah. Manic, manic pixie slut girl. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's just like, oh, that's just Nikki. And I was like, hello. Hi. Because also Aiden be was like, Nikki, hello. But Aiden's weird. He's weird. He's definitely open. <sighs> this is some classic R.L. Stein, yeah. which is amazing how much it is. Ex- it is exactly a Fear Street book yeah. again. Yeah, it feels like it's exa- crazy. It's crazy. It's like coming home. Yeah, it is. And like because like all the girls are jealous of each other. All yeah. the girls are trying to steal everybody's boyfriend. And the guy's like, there's enough of me to go around, ladies. I know. I know. Aiden is very worried about that. Aiden sucks. He does suck. And I like, yeah, he doesn't need to be mad at Marissa, but he is. So he basically, what's his plan? He comes to the wedding to kill Marissa, right? Yeah. He to goes, throw her off the cliff. Or hold yeah, on. But like why? But yeah, I don't get like it I I got very like it got very convoluted. I was like, wait, why are Aiden and Nikki taking revenge? Because like so why Aiden is Nikki? was just, with Nikki. So Nikki's just trying to like be along Nikki's for the just ride. With Aiden. And she stayed with Robbie as part of some like greater plan. She was just screwing around with him. Because then it's been it's been years at this point. I know. Years have gone by. I know. And she's stayed with Robbie even while she's actually with Aiden. Maybe she's like eyes on the inside. I guess, but like inside what? I know. It, he would have known she was getting married. He could have killed her anywhere. He literally could have killed her anywhere. Anyway. But he wants to kill her by throwing her off of a cliff. Which I guess he did, right? In in this reality, he did. He was successful. He threw her and... Yes. Oh, yeah, because she's dead. Oh, yeah, Marissa's, Marissa dies. Yeah, Marissa dies. And then she doesn't. Yeah. So, so Marissa's thrown off. So, okay. So it's right at the end of the book. Rebecca and Ruth Ann, have been, their spirits have been trapped at this, like, fucking house. Mm-hmm. This fucking resort since 1923. Yeah. Marissa gets thrown off a cliff mm-hmm. and is then trapped with them. Yeah. And told Harmony, don't come looking for me. Yeah. But Harmony did and found her with the dead sisters. So she tells 
Harmony that Aiden killed her. And, and the whole she reason- says, Aiden and Nikki have been together ever since that night I brought Aiden home to our house. Remember, Nikki jumped into Aiden's lap just to be funny. Something happened between them, I guess. Like, lust at first sight. Ha. She shook her head. Of course, I didn't know it till now, till Aiden just explained it to me. But what about Robbie? Marissa made a disgusted face. Nikki said she was never into Robbie. It was mean, but she was just having fun, playing with him, making a fool of him. He never knew what was going on. None of us did. And then Marissa shifted again on the bed. Of course, Aiden loved stealing Robbie's girlfriend because Aiden hates us. And it was because of the drill. But <laughs> and it's like, oh, he's so happy to have stolen Robbie's girlfriend because we ruined his life. But it had been going on the second she brought Aiden home. Yeah. So for years. And so for years, Nikki was just like toying with Robbie. Yeah. But to what end? Just like she's like a sociopath. And she's like in on the plot, but it's like a non-plot. His plot is just to throw people off a cliff. And that's what he did. And he was successful. But like, he's not even like, torturing them throughout he's not playing with them he just showed up in order to throw marissa off a cliff business is done fairly well well and it wasn't like it was because of the curse because the whole reason that like marissa doesn't move on and ruthann and rebecca don't move on is Mm -hmm. because a good and a fear married married and and it sucked them into a time warp and it also sucked a couple of the hotel employees which was weird because then later remember like yeah she was like oh that's not involved in our thing like so they didn't get trapped but it was like like taylor taylor didn't get trapped right or something yeah the friend that also got thrown off yeah Marissa's friend but then i was like but then what about the fucking bellhop from the 20s and the and the the valet fucking yeah so valet and a bellhop from 1923 <laughs> got sucked into like a fucking time stream. And so did. And also Aiden. are just like working. There. Yeah, they're just working. So while Rebecca and Ruth Ann are just like walking around all the time, I guess, the bellhop and the valet or the, the concierge and the valet are like, well, well, we're stuck here. I guess just sometimes we'll do our jobs again. Yeah. Because Harmony runs into them. Yeah. And it does this very like overlook hotel thing where it's like yes. then she sees their photos or she sees them in a photo from 1923, blah, blah, blah. But it makes no sense that this should be a book about sisters who hate each other. And it should it should have been that Ruth Ann tried to kill Rebecca. Yeah. And then Marissa goes back in time to save Rebecca. Yeah. And it's like, I broke the sister curse. But that's not what happened. But that's not what happens. Also, like, but she does go back in time. Yeah, she stopped, and like, and then there's also how another, does she go back in time? She does a spell she remembers, which is to put oh, right. a photograph. She like touches it to her forehead right. or something. Something, which it's stupid. Her like the um the types of magic she can sometimes do. It makes no sense. Is like very powerful, and then she's like. I know you're probably wondering why I didn't do my magic in this situation. It's because my magic is not very strong. And I'm like, but you like, but you went back in in fucking time and changed history. Also, why does Aiden get sucked into the 
into the into the time warp because he's like he's oh yeah i got forever? stuck in the 20s for a second yeah i don't know i don't know it's very confusing and stupid yeah because so the whole thing is like harmony's like oh the thing i have to do is prevent them from ever kissing the, is that is uh peter and rebecca yeah, from the kissing. original goodman and rebecca why but they don't say if Peter did it on purpose, they don't say what suddenly took over his body. Everybody just blames Peter like it's his fucking fault that this curse exists. But he seemed like it's he wasn't even in his body. He didn't body. want to do it. It seemed like he didn't want to do it. He I think loves he just Rebecca. Loved but it also, was... what is up with Rebecca being a bitch, bitch, bitch? Yeah. Capsie cunt. Yeah, she's really mean. And then she's like, Ruth Ann, please forgive me. I have to have you at my wedding. And Ruth Ann is like, okay, I truly forgive you. Yeah. And she just forgives her instantly. That was and I weird. know it's so that that Arlstein is trying to fake us out because then we think that she will kill Rebecca at the wedding. Yeah, but then she doesn't. So she truly did forgive her. But it's like, why? She did yell out, "You will never marry." Oh yeah, <laughs> that was pretty. When <laughs> that dinner scene was pretty funny. So like they're all sitting down for dinner, and she's like. Hmm, I haven't heard from that guy I'm kind of seeing in a while. And then, or and it's right after she like sees them at the club together. So she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. She's like, I'm not going to say anything to them yet. I'm going to hold it inside of my gut and let it fester. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, dinner with mom and dad. Let me just remind you that we don't like surprises. Yeah. And then in through the door walk fucking Peter Goodman and her sister and he's like, we're getting married. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she starts flipping she, out immediately. Like, freaky. Like, she's like, yeah, well, never marry. Yeah, she's throwing a tantrum. She's like throwing shit. She's going fucking crazy. She's trying to like scratch her sister's eyes out. And her mom is like, please, not at the table. It's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. I can't deal with the surprise of your tantrum. <laughs> Just be happy for your sister. <laughs> Which like, and also like the parents never even really liked Peter to begin with. So they're like, mm. and they're like, whatever, just be happy for your sister. And then they're like, him? and then like the dad does talk to Ruth Ann like they have a connection. Yeah. And yet it keeps getting said that like they don't really care about Ruth Ann. This book is all over the place. Yeah. Well, and then also like, so, so, okay. So the way that present day harmony is like, I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to prevent them from kissing. She goes back in time. And she's the day of the wedding. She's like, I got to go to this Mm -hmm. wedding and stop it. And then she sits down. And for no reason, a child demands that she get it ice cream. Do you remember this part? Yeah. And it was supposed to be like, oh, is she going to be? It's just like her cousin. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, it's just like her cousin. And is she going to be able to actually stop them from kissing if this child is asking her for ice cream? I was just like, this like, kid has got to fucking this go. This is a non-steak. This is like, yeah, I don't care. This is just this annoying. Is the opposite of a steak. Because then it literally. Here's what you do. No. Yeah. Well, that's what no, she does. No, I'm not getting you ice cream. Because I thought it really, she was going to get sidetracked and it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and then I did the spell. And I was like, oh, oh so. Okay. Literally nothing happened. And yeah, the spell is just like her doing something with the photo. Is it just her holding it up to her stupid little no, no, forehead? No, that's after that spell. So the spell she's trying to do is to like physically make Peter Goodman not kiss. So he picks her up and just puts her oh, down. 
Oh, and then he jumps off the cliff. And oh, I was fuck. like, I was oh, like, no. fuck you, Harmony. Yeah, that I forgot about that. He jumps off. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah! it's bananas. It makes no sense. I forgot about that. Everyone's Why like, would you no, do that? No, it's no. so mean. So I forgot about that. So yeah, then are we a little to- boy in a black tux near the front kept repeating loudly, I want ice cream. His dad grabbed his arm and shook him a little, trying to quiet him. A burst of wind sent Rebecca's veil flying like a flag behind her head. Her hair was up like a golden crown. I waited. And then I knew the words were coming. And I knew I had to act before I heard the words, you may now kiss the bride. Before the kiss could take place. Before the fatal kiss. I began to whisper the words of the spell. The spell I'd so recently practiced. I whispered the words rapidly, so eager now to end the curse. To prevent the murders. I had nearly completed it. I knew I could do it. I knew I could send Peter Good cartwheeling over the cliff edge. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Goodbye, Peter Good. I was on the final words when someone grabbed my arm and started to pull me off my chair. Let go, I gasped. I stared at the little boy in his shiny tuxedo. He tugged my arm again. Ice cream, he said. Can you get me some ice cream? Who the fuck is this kid? Why would he? Why would you go up to some a stranger? random fucking kid? I turned, oh, and what's up with her stupid little cousin being like, I saw Marissa, and he oh walks God, him I, down to I the I fucking lobby and points at a photo of Marissa. How do they not punish like, him for that behavior? You know, you know that you we know. meant a human. Like, And then they, they still give him ice cream. And they give him ice cream. Fucking they rewarded his fucking behavior. Kid. Here's the thing. They needed to punish him for that. He needed to like think about his behavior. Yes. You don't get ice cream for being a little liar. Also, the stakes. Does he not understand the stakes? The sister is missing. Yeah, he's stupid. I turned to the altar and saw Peter Good lift Rebecca off her feet. Guests oohed and awed, touched by his romantic gesture. But I knew the truth. I knew he had murder on his mind, but he didn't. No. He was cursed. If he kissed her, if he kissed her, all was lost. Later, I told the kid, later, okay? I jerked free from his grasp. I jumped to my feet and shouted the last words of my spell. A hush fell over the mesa as Peter set Rebecca back down on the ground. Without a kiss. No kiss. Peter turned to the cliff and raised his hands high above his head and performed a perfect cartwheel into the air and off the cliff. A perfect cartwheel to his death. And now the silence was broken by cries of horror and moans of disbelief. People fainted and grabbed their chests and turned away too late. Too late because the horrifying scene was already imprinted in their minds and eyes. And then like Rebecca falls and she's sad and shocked but she's alive and Ruth Ann would continue to live and her sister would live too and not be caught in the fear family curse. She had broken the curse. How had she broken the curse? How was this going to prevent her from going through Aiden's hand with a drill? That's where this originated. Uh-uh. That's why Marissa that was killed. Curse. No, that wasn't the curse. No, I know. Oh, yeah. But no, th- it doesn't affect the it Aiden thing at all. It has nothing to do with the curse. Her shoving a drill through yeah. Aiden's hand is in no way connected Because the goods were not the involved. Curse. With the goods that. weren't involved. The fears don't just like live under a wedding curse. Mm-hmm. Also, it had nothing to do with it. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about our sponsor for this week, Tomboy X. You have heard us talk about them before. They're a super soft, comfy line of uh, t-shirts, sports bras, bras, undies, anything you could want. I got my sports bra and my comfy boy shorts and let me tell you, I feel good. 
You feel great? I, lo- I feel great. I look great. Uh-huh. I feel like myself. You it's- knew that you you feel good? You knew that you should? Yeah. Listen, I'm an active person. Uh, if <laughs> You it's- are. You're a runner. Yeah. And, and, and it feels good. It feels like if I'm doing any kind of movement, mm-hmm. I'm feeling great. And I feel great when I put it on uh, with the intent to work out. Mm. And then I just uh, clean my house and don't shower. See, this is the thing. Tomboy X is for any type of person. Yeah. Uh, wherever you fall on the gender spectrum, wherever you fall on the uh, body spectrum, body spectrum, wherever you fall on the... Uh, am I going running or am I going to stay in my house spectrum? Yeah. Uh, They've got bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks and boy shorts, soft bras, racerback bras, and it comes in everyday basic colors, fun seasonal prints, and brilliant colors, and all of the options come in extra small to 4X. It's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. And here's your promo because you know you get one because you're hearing and that's why you're here. If you go to tomboyx.com slash teen creeps and check out their special bundles and pack pricing and you get an extra 15% off, you use the code teen creeps. So you're hitting up teen creeps twice. First, you go to tomboyx.com. That's T-O-M-B-O-Y letter X dot com slash teen creeps. And then you will enter promo code teen creeps and you get 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com slash teen creeps. And now back to the show. Am I misremembering or did she make Aiden cartwheel off a cliff? She did, right? Oh, maybe. When they had like a show showdown with him. Oh. When he was like, this is where. Oh, yeah. Remember? He was like. I know. Yeah, yeah. He was going to kill her. This was before she went back in time. I guess. Okay. But that. No. <laughs> but. Yeah, it was before. It was before she went back in time. It was when Aiden. Then, how like, does. Aiden is not involved with the good and fear That's curse. what I mean. Yeah. So that like all of that. Her driving a drill was that she slipped. She just slipped. Yeah. Well. What? Shit. Okay. Maybe. No. So yeah. She. She makes him go off the cliff. Great. Fine. Or wait. Yeah. What about breaking the curse? And also she didn't break the fucking curse. She just prevented something from happening that one time. Yeah. She didn't break the curse. She just prevented like the perpetuation of the curse. It is not connected. It's yeah, just it's straight up not Aiden, connected. No, Aiden's not the at all connected. The curse has nothing to do with Marissa and Harmony's relationship no. in the slightest. No, it's just the two 1926 sisters. 23, but yes. Yeah, those like, girls. If it was a story about how Ruth Ann killed Rebecca because she was getting together with Peter and it's like, oh, well, they were cursed to begin with because Peter was a good when... Ruth Ann did magic that like set the curse into motion or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So now they're trapped at this hotel. And now Marissa and Harmony, super close sisters who really, really love one another, go to the hotel. But suddenly they're acting different. They're acting more like Ruth Ann and Rebecca. Yeah. Oh no. Whatever like Ruth Ann takes over Harmony's body and and like causes her sister's death 
Wait. And then Ruth Ann figures it out. So she goes back in time and like prevents the curse from happening. And that means that they didn't die. And so she never got possessed. And so she never kills her sister. That's how it should have gone. Yeah. That's a book. Yeah. That's a book that makes sense and has a plot. Well, because the things are related. And has something to... Exactly. This was like two separate things that they kept trying to pass off as one thing. Yeah. Like, oh, the curse, Aiden. Two sisters divided by time, each with a terrible resentment she can barely contain. Each bride will find that the ancient curse that haunts the fears lives on. It feeds off the evil that courses through their blood. It takes a toll in unexpected ways and allows dark history to repeat itself. But that's not what's going on. No, because the history is not really repeating itself. At all. Because it's because Aiden's not involved in the curse. Aiden has nothing to do with fucking anything. Wait, is Aiden a good? It's never said. No, because they check into everything. No, not with Aiden, with Doug. But w- wouldn't they have? I don't know. Wouldn't they just like every time? Anytime any guy comes around, they need to check. It, yeah. Because, okay, that would make sense then. If Aiden were a good, because mm-hmm. what's Aiden's last name? We don't know. I don't know. But it still wouldn't really matter. I guess it would matter. Because then, because remember how it's always like, oh, the goods come around to like, fuck yeah. Up. But I don't think he's a but good. But he isn't. It never he's says just that. He's a guy. So there's no reason to fucking think that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason. It should have said then. And then it would make sense. Yeah. But it's not the curse that's making them act any way at all. No, they're just acting. The curse is not affecting their behavior in the slightest. Yeah. They're, they're just suck. Yeah. Marissa's just boring and Harmony is just a So, okay, bitch. after the curse is, quote, lifted. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, <sighs> Harmony's also a witch. Yeah. And is doing spells at Marissa's rehearsal. Oh, my God. She, like, makes squirrels... She makes squirrels attack to the yeah rehearsal, and then it's like the same as in my best friend's exorcism when she's throwing up all the bird feathers. Oh yeah, Uncle Kenny throws up all those bird feathers, and it turns out Marissa was do or Harmony was doing it to amuse herself. But that's Grandpa like really Bud mean. Figures it out and is like, "Stop it! You've unleashed forces." But that's she didn't unleash shit. She was just playing some very mean practical jokes using witchcraft. And then Grandpa Bud is like, oh, I know. I do it too. And also he was like. And then that has the grandpa like disappears. Not actually disappears. He's just like not in the story anymore. But also when he's like, you're going to unleash these forces. No, she's not. not. The drama that happens is because Aiden's there. Yeah. Again, it all goes back to something that has nothing to do with the fear and good curse yeah nothing nothing uh yeah wait so when she come when she after she lifts the curse mm-hmm. does she ret- she returns back to present times right yeah and it's still doug and marissa's wedding yeah but like doug and marissa like didn't want to get married too do you remember no, that like marissa they were like fighting yeah he he's like kind of shitty yeah and they don't like each other yeah and she like is mean to him and he's mean to her yeah still getting married cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing matters would you nothing that took place matters if the only interesting story was rebecca and ruth and we're done with it in like three chapters okay if you had if if, let's say you're maid of honor at someone's wedding yes 
and you know that they are not right for each other. Do you say anything? And if so, at what point? I probably would have said something around the engagement. Mm-hmm. And would you say something or would you ask a lot of questions? I do like a big old circular <laughs> dance around and I'd really try to make it known like, hey, are you actually right for each other? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that maybe not? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, shit, I don't know. I think I would ask a lot of questions that would be very like, leading yeah very leading like would be struck down in a court of law um (laughs) and then after that point i guess you can't really do anything and like you just have to yeah if i had done my best and this is barring an abusive thing oh yeah yeah, yeah, if it's abusive i'd be like girl i'm taking you away kind of a shitty guy and i don't think that they're gonna be happy together you can't do a whole lot without also alienating your friend yeah. or relative. And yeah, and on top of that too, like they're probably not going to listen to you. Yeah. So it's like not, not worth You'll it. You'll just to, become the bad guy. Yeah. You become like this evil and then they'll want them more too. They'll be like, oh, we're, our yeah. love is forbidden. <laughs> it's forbidden. Oh, we're star crowns. <laughs> Yeah, so you just sort of have to ask leading questions or like make leading observations mm-hmm. like, oh, that's weird. He, I feel like he does that a lot. Yeah. Does he do that a lot? Like how many times? Like why don't you yeah. say how many times like a number? Oh, that's funny. That's weird that he like doesn't want you to leave the house that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's really is that, weird. Is that something he says? Does he say things like that to you a lot? Oh. Oh. Eight times. Wow. That's a lot. Oh, huh. in this week. Okay. Ooh. And you just sort of leave it. Okay. Well, girl, I'm here for you no matter yeah, what you whenever. choose. I support you. As soon as you want to go out, let's hang. <laughs> Love you so much. I'll see you in three weeks. Huh. So he did this other shitty thing? Hey, what's up with you, oh. girl? What's up with you? Uh, what's up with you? Like, is there anything fun going on in your life that, like, he has been a part of? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. No. Wow. Hey, what's making you happy right now? Like, does it involve him Getting away from him. Okay. All right. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe I just need to make more time for you. I mean, let's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like, know. Why don't we just do like a girl's like, trip where you run away from your boyfriend? <laughs> 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 let's just get you away from him for a few days straight. <laughs> just so you can, you know, like, just get your head on straight. Know what it is to be without him. <laughs> like, maybe it's better. I don't I know. know. <laughs> And then if that doesn't work, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so happy and real. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. I can't wait. Oh, my God. You look so pretty in your dress. Oh. I can't wait until you do come to this realization yourself. But for now, After you look the marriage, so pretty. But for now, at least we're talking. <laughs> and I am here for you when I'm it does crumble. For you. I'm here for you when he keeps doing the same shitty things that make you unhappy. The voice that we're doing right now, have you seen that video that's a supercut of one of the bachelorette or one of the bachelor contestants? No. Who talks like this? She goes, Hey, <laughs> can I steal him? <laughs> Hi. Like, like every season of The Bachelor. Very, like, her voice is so weird. Or, like, people are like, they'll say her name and she's like, Ooh. Oh like, my it's God. It's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you definitely should. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, you have to be careful, otherwise you lose that friend. 
Yeah. 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 And it's tough Again, too. barring abusive yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. If it's just like a dud. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's a dud, you got to dance around it. It gets kind of murky though if it's like emotional manipulation. Right, right, right. If they're or just like- super controlling. Yes. Super controlling is not good. And I think yeah. it's a harbinger of bad, bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's also harmful. Yeah, totally. But it's really hard to make someone see that. Because yes. that's the thing about manipulation and controls. It's so insidious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So this is basically just like, I don't know if they're just like, yeah, just a drip. Well, you would have to start. You you have to start in these like circular, circular little dancey things regardless. Mm -hmm. Always to suss it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they're just a drip, you just sort of like keep keep it a large circle. Yeah. Because you never then, know what you might find. You never know what you might find. It might be crazy. If, and then if it's you're getting little like hints that it's worse, then you tighten your circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you dance around it a little more yeah. frequently. Yeah. Until you can eventually get to the abusive candy center. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It is also tricky too if like let's say you you were just rooting for a breakup. Yeah. And then they do break up. You can't be like, oh, you have to be so yeah, careful. You have to be so you careful. Be so you careful. cannot be like, he sucks. Yay, yay, yay. Burn, burn, they burn. They might get back together. Yeah. And so then you have you're to be the like, enemy. Oh, well, I think it's for the best if you were unhappy. Mm -hmm. It has to be like that. And you or can't like, ever bring let's it up. Let's go out. Let's yeah. take your mind off yeah. of it. It can't be like, I never fucking liked him. Yeah. I did that once. We've not been the same since. Yeah. Also, if like let's say they want to like vent about him, right? Yeah, you cannot start the venting. No, you cannot, and you can't really build on too much either. You can just be no. like, "Yeah, that sounds hard." Again, like you just keep asking questions yeah. about it and hope that they hear their answers. Yes, and it cements it. Yeah, because like, because yeah, you can't be like that guy sucked, and because and then because then you have to be like, "Oh, yeah, oh great, you guys right together." Oh. Yeah, he can come to my party. <laughs> he can come to my birthday. <laughs> oh, we're so oh, excited. Yay. Um, okay. What uh okay, what love I'm trying to figure out like what level of drip is gonna push you. <laughs> so okay, I'm, let's pretend I just started you know dating what? a guy. Drip though is almost impossible, impossible to actually intervene. Okay. What if he's um mm -hmm. okay. Because you can't, they're never going to say anything about him that makes, that you're going to be able to like, let sink I in know. for them. It's just all going to be way too benign. Okay. If I'm like, oh, I okay, just started dating this yeah, guy, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. Um, He, uh, he just, he doesn't like comedy. He just like thinks like, he doesn't really like enjoy any kind of like comedy stuff. So like, we don't really have that in common. He doesn't like watching it or. Uh, and he doesn't like watch any of the things that I do or anything like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> here's what's hard about that. Mm. That describes Mike. He doesn't like any kind of comedy because I mean, he does. That's the thing is like, he likes comedy. Everything now kind of sucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I watch any comedy. It kind of sucks. Think, talk about it. That's why I'm like, this but is hard. He has stuff that he likes. He has stuff that he likes. But it's and he really, says things that are funny. That's the thing. He is funny himself. Yeah. I'm talking but about a person laugh. that doesn't have 
that any sense of humor it doesn't exactly okay so that's why i was like well if you say those words to me mm. i don't know how to, a lot i don't I know say. how to like phrase it then he he doesn't enjoy any kind of okay he only likes his his like biggest hobby is uh-huh. like um just like learning about bureaucratic structures <laughs> And like, oh, if you get him started on that, he can go on forever. <laughs> See, now this sounds like Mike talking about theme parks. <laughs> it's different. A theme park is a place of joy. True. A bureaucratic structure okay. is a place that people hate being in. I wouldn't. Like, he loves the DMV. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. All right, say it again. Um, I just started dating this guy. Um, He, like, loves, like, um, just, like, a bu- like bureaucracies and like um just like how they work and um like specifically like the DMV he loves that what does he what does he love about it um he like loves um that like what he loves is like uh-huh. how few steps they can take to make something inefficient he just thinks it's like a really interesting challenge oh so he likes is he like an efficiency expert no, he's not really an expert in anything. He just like he like he he just like likes it. He could talk about it for a long time, but he's not really that knowledgeable. <laughs> so he's interested in it. But so he's like <laughs> <laughs> so, so he just keeps repeating, oh, I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll tell me the things that he likes about the DMV and then like things he doesn't like. Oh, <laughs> And he'll I just, just think like, about this. I don't even know what look to put on my face. It's just like, oh, okay. And you literally just have to like oh, smile cool. and be like, wow. What does he do for a living? Um, he, uh, he, he like writes articles about Bitcoin. <laughs> um, and he- Mike loves Bitcoin. <laughs> Mike will talk about no. Bitcoin uh, or the Chase uh, Rewards uh, Tryback cryptocurrency. Yes, Mike, cryptocurrency. Is very, Mike is very into cryptocurrency. But he like he like just like <laughs> writes articles about it, and then um, but- by the end of this podcast, it's just gonna be like, yeah, this is all Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he like doesn't really know a lot of- about it. He just like writes like what he likes and doesn't like about <laughs> Bitcoin. He's just a man. <laughs> He's like, I like this. I, I don't, don't like, like this. this. Yeah, yeah. So he like he he like right like um that and like um like plastics. <laughs> he like likes some of them. Pla- he likes, <laughs> so he he likes, likes certain select plastics. Certain plastics, yeah. Cer- okay, what do you mean by plastics? Just like any kind of plastic. <laughs> Like if he, um, like just uh-huh. oh, it's so cute. Like we'll be walking, uh-huh. okay, and he'll see yeah. like oh, like a like a uh, a an empty water bottle that's like on the ground. He uh-huh. won't pick it up to clean it, but he'll be okay. like, oh, that plastic uh-huh. is um is from a part of the like it's from like a certain part of uh the country. Uh huh. Like it's sourced like from the east coast, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god, I just appreciate. Wow. <laughs> okay. So he so 
But he what doesn't do know exactly what part of the country it's from. Oh. <laughs> it's just like from the eastern part. He just knows. Yeah. So is that like his... Okay, so he's got two hobbies. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even really sure. like them that much and or know very much about them. He just like, uh-huh. he's interested. He's just interested in, in them, kind them. of, yeah. In them, kind of. Yeah. What do you guys talk about? Well, like I said, plastic. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, what... Um. So like when you talk about mm-hmm. stuff that you like, yeah. What is oh, he? he'll either say I like that or I don't like that, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. What's this guy's name? Uh, Champ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to meet him. Oh, he um, yeah. I mean, once he meets you, he'll tell you if he likes you or not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. I promise mm-hmm. to respond in kind oh he i actually don't know if he'll like that we'll know though we'll know as soon as you say he'll he'll say he'll say say. so if he says he doesn't like me yeah and i say that's cool i don't like you either then he'll say i like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay Uh jam sounds interesting yeah um in the boringest way i actually i definitely want to meet him mm-hmm. and i can't wait to see what the fuck any of this means yeah because i don't understand <laughs> i can't wrap my brain around it yeah 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 well i mean that's okay. what, what, what do you guys do him? when you go out um we we, we just like walk around <laughs> um we just walk for plastics yeah we walk around he'll like uh-huh. comment on various plastics okay um and then uh he doesn't really like going to movies or um like reading or um, watching anything really. He doesn't like to play video games or anything. He just likes to comment. He's like a comment commenting kind of guy. Does he have a YouTube channel? Oh, yes, he does. And it's like really populated. It's like each of his videos is three hours long. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all one shot. Mm-hmm. And it's just him like talking about, you know, things. And if he likes them. <laughs> Or doesn't so like he them. just likes reviewing objects and concepts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and um, he like tries to sell like ad space on those YouTube videos. Uh-huh. And, like, that's kind of how's that going? Um, he said he doesn't like it, so I think it's not going. Well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so would you would you <laughs> say anything? Or would I couldn't help this? but say things. Yeah, it would can't. all be what I did. I'd be like, I don't understand what you're saying, even. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying and how this could and be I person. need to meet this person champ. Be- I, n- I gotta meet champ. I'm fascinated <laughs> by champ. I want you to marry champ and stay with him forever yeah. because I want to watch him interact with you and I and with me and people. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Every, every day, all day. Because he, ha- he doesn't know anything about anything. And I I never know what to expect he'll say. <laughs> it's one of two things and 50% and, of the time you're wrong. And then like, and then he only like sort of knows about the things that he does like. Yeah. Okay. He, he's no expert in anything. Okay. Like if you ask him more than three questions, he's going to change the subject. Okay. Is he, oh, how's the sex? Um, he likes it. He's given, oh, that's good. He's like after every time. Oh, it's, it's so amazing. Like, Right after uh-huh. we're all done, uh-huh. he'll either say, I liked that or I didn't like that. Okay. And then um, he'll immediately jump onto his YouTube channel 
Okay. And talk and review it. Review there it there for three hours. Yeah. So then I usually just like make myself busy. I well, that's when I get my I watch stuff during that time because he doesn't like to watch anything or play anything or do it do anything. So right. Because he's about creating. He's about creating okay. and not taking in. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, Is he nice? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that right, is well, the thing I will circle around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him being As much nice. as I can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the other stuff, I'm like, I don't. None of it is exactly a deal breaker yet. Like, he's never you seem said super anything. excited he's about him. He's never, like, complimented me. Okay. And you feel like you would like him to. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, feel like, like you're lacking in. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like like put on a new outfit and like kind uh-huh. of like really try to like walk around and like kind of like be like, oh, what do you think of this? Uh-huh. Um and which you think you'd think he'd jump on that, right? Like yeah, he'd be like, he loves oh, saying whether I love he likes saying things if I like or, or if I don't like. But then yeah. he always like will get distracted um whenever by, it has to do with you. Yeah. By like sometimes there's like a tag on it. Mm-hmm. Or oh, like if I am wearing something and they forgot to take off the plastic, right thing right. on it. Yeah, he has to talk about that. He doesn't even answer me. He'll just say, "Oh, that plastic is from." <laughs> Does he know where the plastic is from? Oh, he's like from the southern on area. the tag southern area. What does he define as the southern area? I don't know. I never follow up with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know about champ for you. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, other yeah. fish in the sea. Yeah. He has a brother named Chomp. <laughs> oh, what's he like? <laughs> he's into everything. <laughs> uh, and he's super nice. He's so nice. Um, uh, you know, like he has like a variety of feelings. Like he doesn't just like or not like. Like he uh-huh. like has like complex feelings and can explain why he feels that way. Oh. And he like, yeah, he like um is interested in like the world around him and not just like an object. Uh-huh. Which is do you see him much? Uh, yeah. I actually I see him like every day. Oh, like, like every more day? than I see Champ. What, Kelly? Mm-hmm. Am I dating Chomp? I think you're actually dating Chomp. <laughs> and I think, I think Champ is the brother of the guy you're actually dating. Yeah, okay, dating. that would explain why why we and, don't really and and that's why you don't really have an opinion about him. Right, right. Yeah. You know, that makes sense now. Yeah. Now that I think about that, because I yeah. only see Ch- So I think it's just that you don't months. talk to Champ yeah, much. Yeah, sure, sure. And so when you do, it's awkward small talk. Right, we have nothing in common. Yeah. Because he's very into plastic. Yeah. Not very into plastic. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, yeah. Lindsay. You know what? I'm I'm glad. So I'm really excited to meet Chomp. Chomp? He's yeah. great. You'll love him. Oh, cool. He's very charismatic, very... Oh, cool. Uh, he's like... Uh, star of the room anytime he goes Aww. anywhere. It's very, very exciting. Cool. Congrats. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I hope you guys have learned how to, <laughs> from that, From this might be the, our longest bit. I don't think that was in any way informative or helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that whole bit yeah. was a real champ of a bit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> because here's the thing. You're never gonna meet Anyone, anyone like, like anyone champ. remotely like that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Trump though. Trump's great. He's but great. He's I a little much to be around for a while though. Oh, because he has to be a star. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm definitely going to circle with questions around that one. Yeah, of him always having to be the star. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's my there's my nugget for Chomp. Yeah. With Champ, I had nothing. Well, because he's- Champ was a non-entity. <laughs> yeah, no. It's <laughs> crazy. You couldn't even go, but he's really nice. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not that nice. <laughs> Uh, um, so that is a really good indication of what we thought of the book. Well, yeah, yeah. Champ, uh huh. Champ would have liked that book. You think? But he wouldn't be able to tell you why. Oh, he'd just be like, "I like that." Oh, okay. And then instantly been distracted by this Apple TV remote. <laughs> this is from the um, Western. I area. gotta, I gotta meet Champ though. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm. Champ and Champ. Champ and chomp. Um, so, okay, overall, did you like this book? No. I didn't either. Yeah. I, it, there were too many loose ends that didn't seem to. It was, it didn't hang together Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. It was not wrapped up in the end because then there no. were a million questions. Yeah. And it, things weren't connected to the curse. Not at all. We never got, like, was Peter actually planning to kill rebecca then why didn't why did wasn't he fine with just killing ruth ann yeah yeah did he love her didn't he love her was he cursed or was he evil yeah it, if he was cursed very clear to him? me that he was cursed I thought he was and cursed. she still fucking killed him like I he know. was the bad guy i know it's not his fault he got sleepered yeah he was sleepered uh yeah i mean i'd say somehow i am excited that these books are coming out again and also like ugh. Yeah. This book. I love that it did feel exactly like a Fear Street it book. It felt exactly. How is that possible? And I will say, too, his like modern day stuff that he put into it. Not bad. Not bad. And it felt fine. There it was wasn't weird. one section where I was like, mm. and it's when she's on the plane. And so Marissa's missing at this point. They can't find Marissa. They mm. don't know she's dead. All they know is that or all they think they know is that Marissa stood dug up at the altar. Right. I had a short text conversation right there. Text, text conversation. conversation. There you go. It would be, I texted with my friend Sophie. Yeah. With my friend Sophie back in Shadyside. She was excited about some new shoe store at the mall. Who was like, oh good, a new shoe store at the mall. You'd be like, maybe excited about a new pair of shoes you bought online. Yeah. Or like, Sophie is a shoe freak, although she can't afford any of the shoes she likes. R.L. Stein's idea of a girl, of a teenage girl, has been this way since the 80s. It clearly will never change. Mm -hmm. Teenage girls are boy crazy. Mm -hmm. They're pretty. Yes. They love stealing other friends and sisters' boyfriends. Yeah. They love talking about new stores. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. What's this, I don't this mall think... thing? Nobody cares about malls. Or I, th- I like I'm... to go to the mall. I very much like. Yeah, to I, go lo- to the I love going still. to the mall, and I liked going to the mall as a teenager. But I remember, like, I'll be excited if an H and M. I'm excited. There's an H and M coming to the Burbank Mall. <laughs> yeah, but also like that's the thing. You said the name. You weren't like some new clothing store. You know what yeah. I mean? So like that sounds very like non-committal. And like afraid that you're gonna lose part of your audience by naming too specific of a brand. Yeah. But like, I, cause I could picture a kid being like, oh, like, or a teenager being like, oh, I'm excited about 
blank store, but not yeah. some new shoe store at the mall. Also, I think that this is a real failing of his first person because if yeah. if this was a better first person, the paragraph would have been like, I was texting with Sophie. I was desperate to tell her about what had happened at the wedding and how Marissa had disappeared. But it just didn't seem like the kind of thing to spring on someone in a text message. Why is why is Sophie so excited about this new shoe store? Or like, I couldn't like she was excited about these shoes she found for prom. Why are you? It's the thing where it's like I guess you could say yeah. Like or here's some stuff you should know about my little brother. It's it's she is telling us an unnamed person Mm -hmm. that Sophie loves shoes and she's excited about some new shoe store. Also, like it is not a normal first person narr- narrative also if if you give us a reason no why sense. it's important that she could like so it could be like um i just felt like i was in such a different place than her because she was talking about yeah these shoes and like which is such a mundane but, thing yeah you get there's no sense of tone yeah there's it's just no like sense this of character. and then this. there's no sense of relationship yeah it's like we read so many of these books that I actually forget what a good first person narr- narration sounds like. Yeah. I guess the last one we read was uh, Sharp Objects for our outside genre episode for Patreon. Mm-hmm. That was a first person. Yeah, and that was good. But now I can't remember how it goes. Me neither. But this is so t- telly. It's like, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. It puts space. This between- is information you should know. Yeah. Instead of just like information coming across. It sounds kind of like our like some of those the beginning of those public domain stories that are like, no, yes. you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And it yeah. just sounds very like amateurish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd say get the book for the cover because it is a really cool it's cover. Gorgeous. Um, but you maybe don't have to read it. You can just put it on your shelf and have it look mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I've said everything I have to say about this book. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you so mm-hmm. much to our Patreon subscribers. Without you, we could not make our show possible. Um, you let us do the things we want to do with this show. And you're basically a producer of this show. So we appreciate that. Yes, you are. Um, if you want to get on board with that, patreon.com slash teen creeps. Um, if you want to follow us on social, we are at teen creeps pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's the word I was looking for. If you are reading along with the podcast, and I got to say, yeah, I seem to be hearing from more and more people yes, that they're like behind on episodes because they haven't caught up reading. I would just like to say, if you do want to do the reading, that is great. Yeah. I think we have proven time and again that we would not wish that on another human being. Yeah. So some of these books, please you don't do not feel have you to have read to. Please don't feel that you yeah. have to read along yeah. with the podcast. But if you do, you can go to teencreepspod.com. What else? What else? What other business do we typically do? Oh, next week we are reading the sequel to My Sweet Audrina. We are reading White Fern by V.C. Andrews, J.K. by Andrew Niedermeyer or whatever his name is. The ghostwriter. The ghostwriter. You can get a sense for how I feel about the book from my tone right now. Um, I'm going to say. Very bad. Do not read this. Do not read it. For your own 
please, for the love of God, don't do this to yourself. Just read like a Wikipedia summary. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. It's we'll so We'll tell you everything you need to terrible. know about it. We'll tell you. Let us fall on that grenade Yeah, for we're protecting you. you right now. Yeah. But fun thing, it will be our 100th episode. <laughs> Woohoo! 100 episodes! So that's fun. So thank you so much for listening as always. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.